This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Turn Your Head and Cough, Dr. Head. <laughs> and this is Blom, the Blue Fez. And you are listening to... Welcome, Unseen Radio fans. Today, we are going to be talking about a B-movie director. Some might put him in the C-grade. Some people might put him in the D-grade. Some may back him all the way to the Z-grade. But I will degrade him anytime. <laughs> exactly. But I think we can all agree he's had some interesting output. Some are better to watch than others. We're talking about Al Adamson. Al Adamson, yes. He was... Oh, uh, Al. <laughs> oh well he was uh <laughs> popular and i put that in quotations around the 60s and 70s and cracked the 80s just a little bit with one of my personal favorite bad movies uh which we'll talk about in a little bit um and uh yeah so we're just going to kind of open up the floor to talk about al we can reference the there's a great uh documentary uh blood and flesh the real life and ghastly death of Al Adamson, because we'll talk about that as well, because he ended up leaving this world in a plot device, probably would have been found in one of his movies. Um, so, yeah, so let's let's just open up the floor. <laughs> who, wants to, who wants to take this one? Who wants to start us off? I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Well, quit going all over the floor, damn it. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We're just talking about dogs. I'm sorry. I've got, wait, wait. Let's, so anyway. let's, we need to put some papers down. Al Adamson is from my generation's um, driving going experiences. Um, that's I was a teenager during the Al Adamson years and all of his exploitation, biker, um, softcore porn were all kind of uh, very much in demand on the drive-in circuit as well as the grindhouse circuit. Um, you know, they, they were the B movie. They were the second, always the second yep. movie. Um, the first movie may have been, you know, a Herschel Gordon Lewis movie. So there you <laughs> go. But anyway, um, so I remember watching some of these movies at the drive-in. Um, and probably his first, he made what, 33 movies, I think. His first movie, kind of his first movie, was um, Psycho A Go Go, made in 1965. Now, he did some stuff with his dad. Or, uh, in a, he was like a co director. Oh, um, what's his dad's name? What was it? He was, was a cowboy director. He was a cowboy actor. Yeah. Denver, yeah. Denver Dixon. Denver Dixon. Yes, yeah. yes, that's right. That was his dad. His mom was also in the movie business, too. They were, you know, uh, a movie couple and the had him. Movie. And he, he grew up in the, in the biz. Uh, but Psycho Agogo is probably about his first movie. And it's interesting because it's uh, extremely tame compared to most of the movies that he made. Um, and this movie is a, a, a essentially about a jewel heist and um, that goes bad and the consequences that, that lie therein lie. And it's, it's a, a very weird movie. You know, his movies were not good. They were not very well written. They weren't well thought out. Um, <laughs> This movie has like but they, 90, 95% is ADR. You know, there's no real, 
you know, every now and then they'd, they'd do a live uh, audio recording, but most generally it was studio recorded. And it sounds like it, you know, they didn't even bother sometimes to get to remove the echo and that kind of thing. Because, <laughs> because let's face it, these movies were made for money. And I mean, he loved making movies, but he also, it was, you know, let's get them out there. We'll get money. This is how I'm making my, my living. You know, I'll crank these babies out. Yeah. And that's what he did. But anyway, Psycho Agogo is funny because um, it starts immediately with a song uh, uh, by, uh, oh, what's her name? Casey Robbins, who was the lead female in, in the movie. And she plays a, a lounge singer. <laughs> and they open and, and she do, opens with this rock and roll uh, song. And I mean, this, this opens with this, with her showing her and showing, and showing the uh, go-go dancers naturally you know you had to have them because it is psycho a go-go and then the band which is a three-piece band kind of behind her which is called the vendels which i thought was extremely funny but um so and this goes on for two minutes you know before they and then it kind of fades out and then the title even comes in um very odd choice of of intro intro i thought but anyway then it goes into this uh typical jewelry heist and these guys go in to rob and um, Al Adamson is one of the the thieves. Uh, one a mine he plays a minor character because after after they rob it, he goes out. The alarm's set off. Um, a security guard comes, shoots the one of the thieves, and this thief is Al Adamson. So he gets shot. Then comes in the guy who this is called. Remember, this is called Psycho Agogo. So all of a sudden, here comes the psycho killer, Keska say. It's um, <laughs> Joey. It's Joey. And Joey comes in. Joey comes in. <laughs> and he picks up the gun and shoots his partner, you know, and goes. <laughs> and, you know, then then mayhem ensues after that. But this is, is this a, the movie that they that he spliced in with another movie. And yes. Created, like, yeah. He kept he took snippets of this and made something else. What was that? That's in well, the not, documentary. Not, not, not in this one. Not in this one. No, this no, 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 no. I get it. But oh, he, he does in other movies. But in this one, is, not in this one. No, this one was. No, well, no, he might have used like some the of first these. One, but he used it somewhere yeah. else. He might have used it. Yeah, he did that yeah, a couple he, times. Yeah, he did it a couple times. That's true. Re but anyway, go, yes. Yeah. But it goes on, and the whole reason I think that this this is interesting, and especially in the political climate. Of any year that I've been in in my life, um, <laughs> the uh, this guy who who is a contractor. Okay, uh, Al Adamson has the bag of jewels, and when the alarm goes off, he looks over the. They're up about three stories. He looks over this edge, you know, because they're in California. You know, it's out in the open, and there's a pickup truck down there. He throws <laughs> the bag of jewels into the pickup truck. That's when and then he turns around and gets shot. And then the other guy, the psycho killer, Keska say, comes over and shoots him. And then, you know, does his psychotic giggle, walks over and sees the truck driving away. Um, kind of. Uh, but then there's this woman who's following them, too, who's the mall. You know, she's the, the, the gang leader's mall. But anyway, uh, um, that so, so the contractor goes home. We're following the contractor. The contractor goes home. This girl's following him, but she loses him. He goes home, and th this bag of jewels is almost on the edge of the, because he has his tailgate open. Is almost on the edge of the tailgate by this, and we're talking California, where you know hilly. There, he's back in the in the hills, you know, where he has to go up these little you know grades and stuff. But anyway, he goes in. He's got a package in his hands. He's taking it to his daughter, his six year old daughter, and it's a pretty good sized package. And goes in. There's you know the 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 witty <laughs> witty banter, you know, between the husband and wife, and the wife is the lounge singer. Um, so he eventually he gives the the this 
present to the little girl. She opens it. She goes, oh, daddy. And she pulls it out. And um, needless to say, everybody, all the, all, the, all the main people, with the exception of one, are white people in this movie. Okay? She opens the bag, picks it up, and it's an African-American doll. It's probably about two feet tall. You know, pretty good-sized doll. African-American, you know, pulls it up. And he goes, this is a Christy Minstrel doll. And I don't know if any of you know, who, uh, ever heard of the band, the Christy Minstrel Singers? Mm-hmm. So he says, yeah, so. <laughs> oh, I just knocked something over. She picked, I'm excited <laughs> about this movie. She picked something up. Oh, I'm sorry, that's but a boom. She picks something, she, um, she picks it up, and the guy goes, oh, it sings. So he, like, does something. They pull a string or hits a button, and it starts singing Camp Town Races <laughs> in a in a uh, a um, uh, a um, um, what's, what's the stuff you, uh, helium voice you know oh, <laughs> oh my god I <laughs> so I wanted to bring that in I thought Ooh, that was terror. an interesting little little factor but the doll becomes Shades absolutely terror, central to the plot because the little girl finds the diamonds in the bag and she, it becomes her treasure and she stuffs them into the doll's clothes in the back of the doll's clothes brilliant brilliant well then to top matters off they take a trip the mother singer lounge mother and the little girl go to tahoe they go to lake tahoe and um no just pretty soon, pretty soon psycho killer joe Keskase really just starts killing people left and right he goes uh, kills the secretary he kills the secretary of the contractor the contractor's name by the way is dave clark which in my generation automatically made me think of, uh, yeah, I'm glad all over. But anyway, so I'm, every time his name comes up, it, you know, some Dave Clark song just flashes in my head. So they, 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 he goes and kills the secretary. I think he strangles her. No, no, he cuts her up with some scissors. Um, uh, stabs her. The there's not a, now, here's the distinction, though. There's not a lot of blood. There's not much gore. You see after the fact her lying there yeah. with cuts and scrapes on her, but you know, nothing major like he gets into in, in a little bit, you know, in some of his other movies. Um, but so then this this sets up the whole situation. They go to Tahoe and the the the, the, the criminals find out about it, so they send psycho killer Keskase after her. Um, oh, he killed somebody else too. Um, he killed like three or four people in the movie. It's you know, he's he really is a serial killer. And he loves it. You can just tell he he has this like if if they would oh the, I don't I don't remember if if um, if if uh, I think Sigmund Zoid or what uh, what's his name not Sigmund Zoid. <laughs> we have there. There's oh, a horror free host problems. reference. That's, that's a free 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 plug there. Vilmos Zygmunt. Vilmos Vilmos Zygmunt. I think he he was the, yes. the uh, yeah yep. on, on cinematographer on this movie yeah yeah, yeah um, I, I think both him and Laszlo Kovacs worked yes. with him yes yes absolutely well, I, well yeah who was and, it that who did we see in uh, at uh, UT Laszlo Kovacs Laszlo Kovacs yeah yeah he did Easy Rider and the Sadist he did the Sadist too come on now if you if you if you follow your altered carbon it's not Kovacs it's Kovacs. Carl Kovacs. Okay, I had to put that in there. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, so this movie is, you know, is is a pretty weird, you know, very badly made movie. Um, there's like three songs in it. There's the the intro, then there's a ballad, 
about in, somewhere in the middle. And then, and then there's another rock and roll song. And they're like forgettable songs. I mean, not even, not even near good, you know. And but he you was promoting. Those are there. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't weren't weren't the songs or something like that was added to the to that movie after he first showed oh, them to the producers? Be, yeah. yeah, and the producer oh said, no, "Padding." Yeah, well, the, what? Produce, the producers <laughs> said, uh, yes. "We can't exploit this film, yeah. so we need something, you know." And that yes. was like a term they to used. exploit how, it. With. How do we yeah. exploit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was a very low on the exploitation meter, you know. Um, had, yeah, well, they had the opportunity. Up... The, 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 the gangster leader's mall uh, tries to seduce one of the other gangsters, and she's de- there's a whole bathtub scene, and everything's you know very covered. Was that Regina? You never see anything. Um, was that his wife? No, I don't think she no, was. No, no, that wasn't Carol. his wife. It wasn't, no, no, it wasn't. I can't remember her name. But anyway. Well, she comes along, but she fits that mold, though. So, so, you know, one thing leads to another. The criminal group get a hold of Dave Clark and all over and didn't know. <laughs> you know and, and they, you know, found out that, that uh, the wife and kid were going up to Lake Tahoe. And so they send, you know, psycho killer Keskasay after them. And, you know, he has his, you know, he, to, oh, and what's his what's his real name? The, he is actually the star of the movie. He gets top billing. Um, I can't remember his name, but he gets top billing in the movie, and he's like oh, the bad on, guy. He's the absolute evil bad guy in the movie, I, which I found another thing that was kind of interesting. And I'm not sure that what their problem was it, is. Was it Gary Kent? Was it? No, no. Roy Morton. No. Roy Morton. Morton. Roy Morton. I think it was. Yes. Yeah. Roy Morton and Dom. Morton. Yeah, and. Uh, I just found it interesting that he was the, he really was the most interesting character um, in, in a really bad sort of way. Uh, but it was, because there wasn't much about this movie that was really interesting. It's overall a pretty boring, lots of filler, you know, lots of talk, you know, and, and, and melodrama. Like Death Proof. <laughs> yes. He, uh, like a million other early. movies yeah. that you would see that were, that were met for fodder, you know, to, yeah. to back up the main, yes. the main course. Like Death Proof. Uh, L developed his style early. <laughs> and L, well, that was Al's genius. He adapted. Al adapted to what was what was going on at the time. And he Great said, way. how can I make money? How can I? And here we go. He says, how can I exploit this? Right. And exploit that's exactly the, what the, he does. The genre a mini, a mini Corman. Yeah. Uh, is a mini Corman. <laughs> mini yeah. Corman. He's not a mini Corman. He's, <laughs> he's like. Blazing he's in the same. He's he's like in 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 the same league with Corman. Now, okay. No, <laughs> no I'm not a Corman. I was no. going to use light years. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I but like anyway, a uh, Larry. Okay, a mini Larry Buckman. <laughs> yes, there you go. But well, actually, so, so actually, there you go. I mean, Larry Buckman was part of a mini Al Adamson. Eddie Milligan. Eddie Milligan. Yeah. Ooh. But there you have it. That I mean, that's kind of his first movie, fairly tame movie, um, with the exception of you know the psycho killer Keskase, who Joe, who really does a good job. Um, he is a good, he is a good psycho killer. Have you been taking your learning? That was a reference. I think Professor Feather's been taking those learn French lessons. That's very good. Uh, we. Let's just say learning French DVD. Écoutez, fromage. 
Well, anyway, so, but to go on, I mean, somebody else now can, you know, Al Anderson had a, a very colorful career. Um, and I'm just got to, oh, no, we're, we're at the very beginning of it now. Somebody take over from me and fill in some I will. details. I think my first exposure to him was on a, some creature feature when they were showing up. You know, when you're a little kid, you hear the title, was it Lost Planet of the Vampire, or what, what was that? Vampire Men of the Lost Planet? Whatever. Yeah, I think it's, yes. yeah. Yeah. So. Where they do it. Anyway, you're expecting something kind of fun. <laughs> anyway, this comes on, and I kind of liked it actually when I was a little kid. <laughs> so there, see, <laughs> I had no I know, yeah. It was like, well, damn it, yeah, yeah. But at the beginning, do you remember when the the, the narrator, uh, his brother Theodore, and hunting and killing <laughs> brother Theodore, nice. Uh, that voice stuck with me, and just that those uh, film scenes with Al Adamson as the vampire and all that stuff. You know, those are all these wraparound scenes that he made. But Dracula versus it. vampire, or Frankenstein, Dracula versus. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, probably yeah. his most. I think that's his yeah. most famous movie among yeah. the B movie. Uh, lovers, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. Twice. It is. Uh, the first time I was like, wow, this is really awful. And it has Foy Ackerman in it, though, too. Yeah, like, Uncle this Foy is, is really, like, really, truly horrible, but I, I couldn't couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. It's... Yeah, that's with, you know, with some of his other films. I can't remember. I think I, I remember seeing Satan's Sadists, which is. Same cast as Russ Tamblin. Yeah, and it was because I recognized Russ Tamblin. Well, yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was great for bringing in actors that were, you know, kind of big at one time. Scott Brady, um, John Carradine, John Carradine, a bunch of these of his movies, you know, staple, staple. Yeah, that's right. But there was a bunch of them, you know. Robert Dix. It was another one that was a staple. You know, thinking about that with Russ. That's about about the same year that he came back from doing War of the Gargantuas, wasn't it? That was 60, 67? 66 was War of the Gargantuas. Mm. And I don't know when Satan's Sadist was, but... Well, I also loved in, in the... In that period, the, I'm not real sure what it was. Either. 69. Yeah. 69 yeah, I loved it. yeah, in that documentary where they were interviewing Russ Tamblin, he's talking about, yeah, he, he needed to get some cash to... Because he was doing his art thing. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah. just agreed to do the movie. And you're like, well, all right. Well, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the movie the, that I watched, and probably the only one that I've seen by him, is uh, Death Dimension with, um, what's his name? <laughs> Jim, I, I Jim Kelly. It's a, it's a karate, a kung fu movie. Mm. Um, and... I actually enjoyed it. Is that it. the 80s or what yeah, is that? No, 78. Like 70, 78. Yeah, 78. Yeah, 78. Oh, George Lazenby yeah. was in that. Yep. Yeah, there's uh, a... Yeah, there's, uh, there you go. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a cool story. Um, it's very poorly made. You know, the directing isn't like phenomenal or anything, but it is a that kind of exploitation movie, you know, the kung fu. Um and Jim Kelly's awesome because he was in Enter the Dragon, um, and uh, but yeah, I, it's on Prime, and so you anybody can watch that one. Is it how is it for like it's not real bloody or anything, is it? I mean, it's more no just a, a kung fu exploitation. It's got some great stuff in it. Um, 
the main bad guy is uh, like this international gangster known as the pig. We're going to stick it to the pig yeah. now. There's buddy. like, you know, there's mad scientists, there's islands that you have to go and invade and karate all over the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Yeah. It's like wait, a SpongeBob. Wait. Doesn't SpongeBob redo that episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, wait, wasn't the bad guy in that odd job from uh, Goldfinger? Harold Sakata? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that odd? Isn't mm -hmm. that odd? Nice. I think so. Nice, nice. I, I haven't seen it. I, Did I, he I have a, a bowler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're correct. Um, well, and do you remember they spoofed that character um, in Austin Powers? Yeah. <laughs> Or he yes. did. He had the yeah. He had a shoe that he would throw at people or something, right? Yes. Random, random task. Yes. Who yes. throws a shoe? Yes. Honestly, <laughs> that random that random actor. Task. Come on, that's a great name. It that is. is a good name. Yes. Yeah, that actor is in prison for murder. The guy from Austin Powers. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Huh. Fuck his shoes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Random murder. Random <laughs> murder. We're just gonna change Five inch heel, bitch. Nope. It's a premeditative murder. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I, like the documentary was really good. High heels. Yeah, the Al Adamson documentary is really good. It's very uh, interesting, and it's funny because I'm watching it. and I'm like, I've seen this story before, uh, and it's because it's been on every crime TV, true crime TV yeah. show. Yeah. Yes, the the actual yeah the actual. Uh, yeah murder right yeah um and just his story was pretty cool like the the little anecdotal stuff that the documentary comes up with uh, like because they had uh, something brand new which was kentucky fried chicken <laughs> yes that's everybody ate kentucky fried chicken for three yeah. meals meals a day during yeah. the whole thing and they're all like can't even look at the yeah. Well, and the colonel was in one of his movies, Shows right? Up in one, one of, of his movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he wanted to say something about finger looking good, and they wouldn't let him. Didn't they switch out? <laughs> they switched out like chicken chains for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And they show like another box on the you know sitting on the beach and eating it. You know. Right. Right. Well, I. I, Product I placement, man. Al Adamson oh, was right. Hey. He was on, he was on the ball. What can you I've say? Seen a, few, a few of his. He was movies. a hustler. But I like how he reworked and repackaged like the same goddamn movie over and over <laughs> again with the different titles. Like the one you yeah. talked about, Feather, Psycho A Go Go, was reworked into The Fiend with the Electronic Brain. Yeah, which right. was released yeah. Which four was years later. And then Blood of Ghastly Horror. That was changing the Blood of Yeah, Blood yeah. of Ghastly Horror, <laughs> which came out two years after that. So yeah. here he's got three releases of the, the same movie, different names. I'm there's like, different elements in each of those movies. They're not <laughs> sure, all. Sure. It's not the same we, movie. It's we, just we, used, uh, it's elements mixed up. He he was he was a uh, a dadaist of his time. <laughs> he 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 did look kind of like what the Beatles did on Star and Pepper. He just took that's all being the nice, cuttings, but that was <laughs> the cuttings from all the movies. He like cut them up into pieces, threw them up in the floor, you know, in the air, and he just kind of taped them all together, and this is what you get. Yeah, Brian oh, Jason William like F. Burrow started that uh, that trend there, uh, Doctor Head. Yeah. Um, yeah, the cut up method. It was called the cut up method, and yeah. uh, they you would use that a lot in their writing. You know, write whole big pa passages, and then cut them up, and then re just pick them up at random, and that's how it came out, which is yeah. a, a, an interesting 
form form well, of after seeing the documentary it, it made me the really philosophy objective more, more of his movies yes for sure and i i love exploitation and can when i'm in the mood for it i definitely want to be in you know entertained uh by like the stuff that was done in the in the philippines you know with mm-hmm. with um <laughs> sid haig and and uh and um okay. caged yeah. women bam green yeah Bitch. Yeah, exactly. Those, yeah, they were like made like a, six movies at a time. They're just sweaty like, hey, bitch. Let's, let's just shoot a bunch of movies. But, but I, I really love the genre, and as bad as it can be, um, there's just something to it that it's, it feels honest. Like there's no pretense here. You're just gonna get what you're gonna get. And they took, they took risks because they knew we're not gonna be in a, in a, in a theater. No one's gonna, you know, we're at second bill or third bill on a, on a drive-in night. No one's paying attention to us. So let's just. Uh, make the craziest shit we can put onto film for yeah. as cheaply as possible. The John, the John Ashley bandwagon there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, as cheaply as possible. Yeah. yeah, and I admire that. I mean, hey, it's like you... Pff. It's it's like uh, you're not you're not getting pretentious kind of frou frou like no 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 you're, but you know you're getting a greasy cheeseburger you're not getting <laughs> pate de foie gras yeah so but, let's, let's get you the but, fucking cheeseburger and eat it but the bottom line is they weren't hey. making this out of some sort of artistic expression they were making money that's what Al yeah. wanted to do you know right he didn't give it I, I think about it evolved that way but well I think that I kind of seems like he didn't pay a lot of people he did. He didn't. He was no. He, I think yeah. it, no. He wanted to get it out, but I think he wanted it. But I, I think later he kind of just said, "Well, this is what it is." But watch Psycho a go go, and you go, you immediately go. No, this guy is a grade. Yeah, there's D. no right, right. Uh, no, I'm not saying he was. That's good, from his almost his first movie. Right. Uh, you know, he he was never he. Uh, Midnight Gadfly's right. You know, it was a commercial enterprise. Yeah. And oh, no, it became he, that, and he so. and it was in the entertainment business, which is what a better way. You hang out with all these people that are you know artists and craftsmen, and right. you know, and, and then go your own way for most of the time of, the, of your of your existence. You know, because we we haven't even and, touched upon his and the doc- his personal life and what happens. And another right. look, look at you watch the documentary and you see where he lived. The place he lived nice. in wasn't that place nice. Well, so he had to support that place. That place was bought from these movies. So that right there tells right? you something, you know, that right, right. You know, no, no matter what, no, no, no matter what else you think about the guy, the guy was was a machine. You know, he could turn out this crap. He a, he, and and <laughs> I was one of the people sitting out there just in. Well, by then I was, you know, four or five beers. You know, <laughs> you know, so I mean, you know, we just laugh at him. It would usually be me and my girlfriend at the time who became my wife, and maybe a couple of other uh, of my buddies. We'd all go, and she'd go buy us beer because she was old enough. And we, <laughs> and we'd just, get, we'd, just get, my, we'd just get my wife got me beer. drunk, took advantage of me. <laughs> okay, if I find out I was conceived during an Al Adams movie, you're gonna be a little pissed. <laughs> This is the midnight psycho a go go. Hey, Gadfly! Gadfly! Ain't a blood, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, when Kent Taylor screamed in Brain of Blood. Yes! Oh, so oh, good old actually, wow. actually, they were gonna call you Kent, but that was all right. <laughs> Kent Burris. 
Oh, talk about this, Al Abs. Have you have you guys seen Danger God? Did you guys watch that? It's another uh, documentary, but it uh, this guy was in a lot of Al Adamson, but it, not just Al's movies, but a lot of movies in the '60s and '70s. Uh, Gary Kent. Yeah, I found this on uh, Midnight Pulp. This documentary about him. Interesting shit. Just interesting sounds yeah sounds good. <laughs> sounds good yeah yeah it was like it had like because uh bud what's his name bud car cardoas cardoas what's that tar audio <laughs> oh. <laughs> you just got to be closer to the mic i'm trying no or farther away and quiet i was trying to do it without interrupting things it's all good i'll edit that Anyways. shit out it's just, it's but anyway, really look that up. Hot. Danger gods. Danger. If you can find it. Cool. So like Danger Mouse. Yeah, I think uh, with these directors, there's a lot of good content out there in terms of documentary. Um, I think one that gets recommend recommended with the Al Adamson is uh, King Cohen, the documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? What is his name? Robert Cohen, or I, I don't. I'm not real familiar. Larry, I'm sorry, Larry Cohen, um, who was a big time producer of all kinds of you know movies and stuff. Um, but there's also on Tubi there is a TV series that goes through all of the genres that uh, Rob or Roger Corman and has Gene, produced, and Gene, his and his wife, his wife, and they and have interviews with both of them. So they show footage and they talk oh, about nice. why they did nice. this and all that stuff. So Tubi's free. You know, you have to watch those commercials and stuff. But it is an excellent series. I mean, it's amazing what that dude has done. So we need to do a Cameron episode. If we've already yeah. done one, Good. we should no. do another one because I'm sure we, we didn't do it with uh, uh, Fez and Head. I'm isolating that now. Fez, Fez and head. Yeah, just short Fez head. Fez head. <laughs> it's the, the, the logical They're conclusion. <laughs> yeah. So, wait. Tickle it, my Blue, Blue Fez, what are your thoughts on Al Adams? Well, okay. So, you guys know I'm a, I'm a lover of the bad movie genre. So. Really? Uh, yeah. How, how does that happen? So when you guys when when, it, when you guys recommended this documentary, I watched it, and uh, it's just like many of the other you know, documentaries you see about you know this kind of setup, these B, C, D, Z grade directors. And once again, I, I just kind of find myself going, you know, I probably wouldn't have paid been paid a whole lot of money, but I wish I was on this shoot. I just wanted yeah. to be a fly on the wall to witness just. How this went down because I'm just as as it just as they talk about movie to movie and I started looking up some of the films I I had seen Dracula versus Frankenstein and I'm I'm like oh this is just this is terrible but you know I always come back to one thing yeah this guy wasn't doing it for art he was a you know he's doing it for money but you got to give him credit for cranking this stuff out you know and and for doing it for as long as he he did and. Uh, and, and just jumping genres, you know, he was just like, oh, what's what's hot? Karate films. All right, we're doing karate films. What's hot? Biker films. We're doing biker films. And, he, and he's just going, and he's repurposing it. Um, I got to tell you, the one that I enjoy the most is Carnival Magic. I just, <laughs> it, I mean, 
how how I mean that's his children's film, and I'm putting quotes around that. But it's got like there's like a ab- animal abuse, and then then there's like this overt sexuality. And let's face it, his wife was oh wow yowza, and it's <laughs> it's just like it's weird. But there's but it's got two things that kind of make a bad movie for me. There's a monkey in it. <laughs> But the monkey is wearing human clothes and can talk. And the minute you put a couple of those things in a bad movie for me, I am in the seat and I will watch that to the bitter end. Hey, same with the talk- television show, Umbrella Academy, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, talking monkeys wearing human clothes. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is for me, but yeah, you'll get my attention. It's like, oh, really? Well, Only I must watch. Only and that's a that's a that's a very precise fetish. I yeah I hey. <laughs> I, I actually spanked my monkey while watching Talking Monkeys. My I, I do. Monkey yes. has to be formally dressed. Yes, oh. yes. say say something dirty. Um, and and then on top of it, you throw in the carny atmosphere. This is like the perfect bad movie storm come to fruition and it's just it's weird and it's it's this lurid family friendly film and it just oh i i couldn't stop watching it and then of course it ends up on mystery yeah. science theater which was even better um and it's and it's one of his last clownado it's one of his it's one of his last movies too yeah think, yes it is yeah, yeah. and Maybe late early 80s yeah and um yeah, that so that that was my favorite, and yeah, because it's got you could tell that they're pulling in like elements from like every which way, but loose and kind of sticking it in there, and it's just oh, it's just weird, but it for me it, it works. It's just so wonderfully bad. Um, so yeah, now now I I want to go back and um, watch Death Dimension because I didn't get to see that, and I also want to watch his um, naughty stewardesses genre films because that that's that's another one that's kind of close to my heart after discovering them late night on oh, Cinemax oh, oh, when I was yeah. a teenager in the 80s. Russ Myers! Naughty stewardesses or Ted naughty, Nichols. Yeah. naughty car wash girls. Yeah, there you go. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Oh, yeah. I'm so naughty and I'm so wet. Jailbait <laughs> babysitter. That was a classic. Now I, I want to go back and I want to go back and watch uh, every which way but loose, and every which way you can. Yeah. I mean, what, what's it? <laughs> Ruth Gordon is that her oh, name? Gordon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Goddamn awesome. baboons <laughs> trapping all over the place, <laughs> eating my Oreo <laughs> cookies. <laughs> so just like a, a a higher notch exploitation film when you really it is. is. It totally it is. is an exploitation. It's just Al Adams with a budget and a Dumbest name. Elon. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah. got Will Smith in it. William Smith. Yeah, William Smith's in it. Yeah. So there we go. Well then you know comes up to the point where we need to talk about uh, you know, Al Adams' personal life. Yeah. And what happened uh, during oh. that? He yeah. his last movie was made what in eighty three or something like that. Yeah, and he just kind of existed then over the next few years, uh, living in his place and uh, doing so some remodeling. And, and, and he got well, he got a contractor to come in, and therein lies the the sordid story of uh, yeah. how how Adamson <clears throat> died. And as Gadfly said, there's if you look at uh, forensic files, I think. Every one of those type of movie or uh, TV shows out there have done an episode 
on the Al Adamson murder, which is, you know, fairly. And Blue Fez, you said it perfectly. You know, his his life was one of his movies. Yes. Yeah, it is. But but I mean, like everybody liked him. He was yes. you know, there wasn't a lot of people who didn't like him. And his the love story with his wife is beautiful. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, just that whole, you really, you really fall in love with him. You know, there's something about him, you know, even, even though he may not be this um, phenomenal artist, he was a dude who uh, moved through life <laughs> in a charmed way. And you go, people, people were willing to work with him. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, he looked like a yeah, good guy. I mean, you know, just... yeah. and, and it's the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it is. He was. Absolutely. He seemed to be very charismatic and personal. And his movies are entertaining. They're bad, is, but they are entertaining. Yeah, that's true. Yes, they you are. Know, yeah, and that's a, I, that can be a really wonderful combination in the right headspace. Yeah. yeah. And seriously, you guys should watch Death Dimension. We may even do an episode on it because it's a pretty interesting exploitation film. You know, I mean, just yeah, if, he, if he, off. yeah, if you can find it, watch uh, Danger God too. That, that's Danger really God, interesting. Yeah, yeah uh, Carrie, uh, Gary Kent. He, I guess he was like a, more of a stuntman, but Al. That's but he the, the, a couple the documentary, of right? Movies. Yeah. Where did yeah. you it see it? Just, I saw it on Midnight Pulp. Midnight Pulp. It was a, it's a Roku channel? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. A lot, um, a lot of that stuff you can find on, on Tubi. Tubi has yeah, some really of the good. most obscure documentaries ever. Like, I mean, it's. Hmm. I watched one about these Dungeons and Dragons players and cosplayers that. I mean, it's so bizarre. This woman who dresses up like a drow elf and like her whole life is about dressing up. And then she finds another dude who dresses up like a drow elf. And now they're married. And, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> but, wow. it, you know, it, they do it as elves. Well, here's the thing. That documentary is great because you end up not really liking any of those, these people. You know, like their <laughs> life, is, their life is effed up you know i mean it's uh, but it's fascinating you know like how how myopic or how myopic uh their existence is like you know they l- literally just have this little tunnel through life that doesn't regard the majority of what goes on around them i kind of envy them i mean you know to a degree <laughs> if we could make our our living gaming we could be doing that right now yeah sure we know your tunnel's wide Line. Okay, so <laughs> Al, Al Adamson, here you have him. Yeah. Al Adamson. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say. And you. you have been listening to How do you find us, Jerry? Oh, wait. I'm Jerry. You'll never be Jerry. Are we at the You Can Find Us place? Mark Justice, comma, writer, he's working on a new book that he's uh, sending out to some of his proofreaders, which uh, 
which copy I have not yet received yet, but you'll get it it tonight. Yes, good good deal, good deal. We, 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 monsieur, we freaks are available on the the book of face. (laughs) Merci, monsieur. Midnight Midnight Gadfly can be seen at the local uh, uh, bar doing a cabaret. Or Um, the local arraignment. Well, yeah, either or. Either. Amateur night at the strip club. Oh. Dr. Tar has uh, a new t-shirt line called Trepanning Our Us. And uh, I think he's promoting that. So we need to, we need to you know, kind of look into that. That'll be a, a book of the face month club. <laughs> just double tap. We'll just call it double tap. <laughs> double tap.com. Yeah. Nice. You can reach us at uh, unsaneradio at gmail.com. Go to unsaneradio.com and look at the pretty pictures. That's all i got to say. They are brilliant. And read the funny descriptions. <laughs> yeah. And then listen to the damn show. And Most oh. of all, Dr. Head, that's a good point. That would be so helpful. <laughs> Don't stop reading. Listen. <laughs> Yeah, God damn, all you have to do is do it. Just listen. Wasting my goddamn time. Yeah, yeah, fucking listen. Welcome to the real therapy session. Dr. Tarzan, as the medication either takes hold or wears off. (laughs) Which one? That's the best.